Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Maddie. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, we're sharing three limiting beliefs to let go as creators and influencers. We want to identify, discuss, and let go of these limiting beliefs that might be holding you back in your creative career. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's one limiting belief you've faced as a creator? That's a good one. I feel like there's so many, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) Like, I think we're covering the big three today, but there's really so many that, and I think like this is very similar to like, it's kind of like that just voice in the back of your head. We'll go into what limiting beliefs are, but like there's so many different things in the back of my head that are always saying, and part of that's anxiety too, right? That's always fun. But like, for me, I'd say the biggest one is that my content isn't good enough. That's something everyone can relate to, right? Yeah. Like I get that a lot. Like anytime, like I have so much content that I've never posted, like Mm -hmm. a stupid amount of photos and videos and I'm just like no it's not good enough it's not good enough it's not good enough it's not good enough and even now I'm just like I've posted this stuff and some of the stuff I'm proud of but I'm not like as proud of this other one I'm like it's not good enough it's not good enough it's like oh that's why I haven't heard from as many brands this month it's just not good enough I'm just like it's 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 really tough yeah I don't know that it's ever gonna go away Mm -hmm. but I think being aware right that like that voice that does not make you feel good because it doesn't make you feel good, you know that that cannot be true, right? And you're, and I think it's good to talk about this now. We're talking about limiting beliefs because sometimes it's really easy to fixate on those things. But the reality is, right, if you break down where you're at as a creator specifically, how long have you been creating content for? Consistent. Quite a while. Right? Like 2016. See, and then how many photo shoots have you done in your lifetime? bajillions right how many (laughs) couldn't even quantify style shoots have you done so many so it's like you have the level of expertise and you have the understanding of like what goes into each post and just because the algorithm's freaking out or adjusting or doing different things right that doesn't mean that your content is not good enough sometimes it's just overall reach is just down i don't know if you've looked at your oh oh i have (laughs) (laughs) i was looking and i was like my in-feed posts are maybe doing a third of what they did last year. Same. So mine is like maybe a third, if not worse than that. I'm just like, are you? (laughs) It's well, it's frustrating, especially because that like does not help the limiting belief. Right. It's just like when there are external factors that like quote unquote confirm the extra, like the limiting belief. But I think that's the thing to differentiate, right? It feels like that is confirming the limiting belief when in reality, that is just a non-related factor. Yeah. And I think you also have to think, right, as we're talking about this, right, about your content not feeling good enough. In-feed posts is just one piece of content you produce. Our podcast numbers, we're doing 15,000 a month. Heck yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's why as we talk through these things and you identify limiting beliefs, thinking about, okay, what's actually happening? Where am I at as a creator in my journey? Um, Yes, I'm going to look at the numbers, right? And the numbers help tell some of the story, but the numbers aren't the complete story. So hopefully as we talk through these limiting beliefs, we're able to break that down and reframe our mindsets. But before we jump in, let me think about, I think one limiting belief that I really thought about for a long time before I took it full time was that I needed over 100,000 followers to take it full time. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think as a micro influencer that I could 
envision taking it full time. And it wasn't until I started seeing um, black content creators, specifically on Twitter, um, Matt, the Maddie James. I was following her at she was at 60K. Now I think she's way over 120K, maybe even more. But she was talking about how um, on Twitter she was saying at 60K as a micro influencer, she was making six figures and was able to, you know, provide for her family, save for her financial future, go on trips. She didn't use those exact words. But when I started seeing that there were examples of creators under 100K who took it full time, that's when I started realizing and shifting that that old narrative that you have to have 100k to take it full time was actually a limiting belief yeah because it's seriously it is i think it's especially a limiting belief in that it puts off your timeline right for sure it's like oh can't do it unless i hit this certain metric and metrics are really tough to like build like futures yeah. like that off of it's like because it's almost an excuse at that point not, not really an excuse but like in like it What's just the, keeps you from dreaming, letting yeah. you dream and like get to your, you know, next step in your creative career faster, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, excuse isn't the right word. It's like a um, like protecting mechanism almost mm-hmm. because then if you're just like, oh, well, if I if I just wait until this next one, then it's not scary. Then you don't have to like yeah. take the leap because you're just like, oh, well, you know, I have to wait to this. I have to wait till this. So I can't do it until I hit this certain metric, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. that is just, again, not again. I really don't think excuse is the right word. Cause I don't think anyone's like, oh, well, whoopsie, can, yeah. can't do it. But I think it is like a way to, yeah. Again, it, it just limits you from taking the next step. It is a limiting belief. (laughs) And before we dive into today's episode, we do want to first start by defining what a limiting belief is, if you guys haven't heard that term before. So a limiting belief is a belief, repetitive thought, or state of mind about yourself that restricts you in some way. A limiting belief is a judgment about yourself from you. So why is it important to identify, discuss, and then reframe our mindsets? Limiting beliefs can keep us from exploring new opportunities, growing in new ways, and keep us in a negative mindset. We want to encourage you guys to see if any of these lib- limiting beliefs resonate with you at a conscious or unconscious level, because holding limiting beliefs can ultimately keep us from going after our dreams. Just like we were saying, like it's not like it's it's just something in the back of your head that's telling you, oh, not now. Nope. Like, don't do it. Or not good enough. Not good enough. Yeah. So we are just going to dive right in. So limiting belief number one that we want to discuss and reframe today is I am not good enough to try content creation. So this might look like for you, I'm not good enough to try blogging. I'm not good enough to try TikTok. I'm not good enough to try YouTube. To challenge the accuracy of this limiting belief, we encourage you to reflect in your life and think about the skills, hobbies, or sports that you learned how to do. Did you learn how to do a sport like soccer, swimming, track, or gymnastics growing up? Did you learn how to bake or cook? Did you learn how to write? Did you learn how to sing? No matter what skill or hobby you've learned how to do, chances are you probably weren't very good when you first got started. We're challenging you to rewrite and reframe this thought to, I'm learning how to create content for my YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or whatever platform it is. I know I have the ability and understanding to learn how to do X. So if you are on the brink of trying content creation, but you're nervous and you don't feel good enough, think about 
other skills, other hobbies that you've done in the past and know that you have the ability and the capability to learn a new skill like content creation, but you have to give yourself the chance. Imagine if, say you grew up playing soccer in life. What if back in the day when you were five or six years old, you said, oh, I'm not good enough at this, so I'm never going to do it. And think about how different your life would have been if you never allowed yourself to try a sport like Mm -hmm. that, right? Well, and it's so, like, it really is just, you have to start somewhere. Yes. No one is born an expert in anything like even the people that say like oh this person's just naturally talented at this yes you can be naturally inclined but you're not gonna be straight out of the womb kicking soccer balls like no one like my sisters are all naturally inclined to be great soccer players but it was the hours and hours and hours of work that they put in why was I never as good as them because I never put in that much time (laughs) like seriously it's all about like the dedication and like wanting to do it and yes inherent talent helps for sure but that's not going to be what gets it's, you there. It's not the whole story, right? Again, like we look at our greatest athletes and yes, they were had some natural ability and talent in doing things, but right, refining techniques, learning teamwork, like those skills you learn over time. And also, I'm sorry, but no one is born like with the understanding of what Instagram and social media is. No. Like no baby's like, oh, this is how I no. That darn algorithm. Like, that is not these, <laughs> Can you imagine? And no, I know that's friend ridiculous. that was you. No, friend that was no, you. It was not. Born straight out of the womb, Emma's edition, day <laughs> one. She was like, let me teach you all how to navigate the Instagram landscape. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, right? I know. It's true though. But it's true. You, yeah. You, no one is born being like, I know how to cook an omelet. Like, no, you learn how to do that. So, and you also like spend time, like even like the un, like seemingly unrelated things, like the more time you spend on social media, like that can also just like help you understand like how to navigate the landscape. If you don't spend any time on Instagram right now, yeah, it might be harder for you to adjust. If you don't spend any time on TikTok right now, yeah, it might be really hard to like figure out the trends and like really understand like what you should be posting. That's why you see like these small businesses hiring like random Gen Zers to run their Instagram account or TikTok accounts and the videos have nothing to do with their business yeah but it's so funny because <laughs> they go viral and it has nothing to, to do, do with, with what yeah. they do which is good but it's also a problem in itself right because then brand alignment right it's yeah. still important to have your your the content that you create even if it's funny tie back to like who you are as a brand truly and so anyways like duolingo have you been watching no i haven't <gasps> seen it how have you not seen Duolingo on TikTok? I haven't TikTok? been. I mean, when I went on vacation, I kind of did not do any TikTok videos on vacation. But and friend, I, it's been like it. a thing for so long. Oops. Friend. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Duolingo on TikTok, it is the funniest. Like the girl who runs it is just hilarious. Okay, I have to. And honestly, that one has nothing to do with brand alignment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's kind of, they've gone viral and now it's like everyone knows about Duolingo, Duolingo. and talks about Duolingo. So hey, if that's going to be your content strategy, then that's going to be your content strategy. But again, all to just say, just start. You don't know like until you know. You don't know until you've practiced. And I would also say with that limiting belief, it's really easy to try it for like a week or two and be like, I'm not getting any better that doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) You really got to like buy into it and try and really dedicate. I honestly recommend like setting like a timeline of at least three months for sure to dedicate yourself to like actually 
I don't even then I would say like I mean if I think about my journey I started my blog in 2014 and I just kind of noodled around and I literally did not start taking it seriously until 2016 it took me two years to even be like oh I can I gotta take this seriously so not that not to say that you have to be on a specific timeline but know that you can challenge these limiting beliefs and that you have to give yourself enough time to do so Absolutely. And limiting belief number two is I don't have enough time to invest or dedicate to my side hustle slash career. Trust me, we've all been there. Um, I am there. (laughs) Like I have this limiting belief a lot. And time can be a huge stressor for so many people, both within content creation and outside of it, just in every like everyday regular life. And something to be mindful of here is that we all have the same number of hours, minutes and seconds in each day. We might not be able to control the number of hours, but we can choose how we want to perceive our time. For example, we would invite you to reframe that phrase to, I'm choosing to spend one hour a day on my side hustle. I'm choosing to spend five hours a week on my side hustle to develop my skills and engage with my audience. I have the ability to prioritize and choose what to focus on and where to spend my energy. I would also say it's okay. Like, Don't like burn yourself out because you think you have to. Don't just be like, oh, well, I see all these other people out there they're grinding. I, I will say I don't really love like grind culture. Like, I think it's really falling out of favor, right? Yeah. Just from all the stuff I've seen on podcasts and like conversations on Twitter. Um, I definitely think because it the pendulum was like grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. Now the wake up every day at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> going around like swinging the opposite direction where it's like, okay, time can be limited, but this doesn't mean you guilt yourself and you punish yourself for not feeling like you have enough time, right? It's all how you choose to perceive it. Yeah. And then it's also balancing that with toxic positivity too. Like I think, uh, I don't, have you ever seen Euphoria? It looks really dark to me. It is. So <laughs> exactly. Okay. I have not. I, have I not. only watched it this week. I've, I just binge watched it because there's only 16 episodes uh-huh. for the two seasons. It's eight episodes a season. So I just binge watched all of it. Um, actually, not this week, but the week before. Um, but in one of the episodes, they actually have this great example of like toxic positivity and like body positivity, like like culture and like how that can be like really toxic. Like, oh, like you can do it, girl. Like rise and grind. Like I believe in you. Like like take self-care self-care like in all this stuff and how like toxic it is to just be like all of this all the time because then it's like so am I not allowed to like feel sad am I not allowed to feel overwhelmed and I bring that up because with time like it's so easy to be like yes like this is like so great I'm like doing this but like also like you need to combine that with tapping into your energy and really understand where you're at and say, okay, if I'm going to take an hour a day to do my side hustle, then like, yeah, it's going to eat into your time. So what is that going to eat into? Is that going to mean like, okay, I hang out with friends one less time a week so that I can get that energy back? Or are you an extrovert and you get energy from hanging out with people? Yeah. So maybe then you say, okay, I'm I'm going to spend one or two of those hours actually with a friend working on content, content creation stuff. Like just depending on where your energies are, I think you just need to take a second to think on that and like really reflect on what brings you energy, what doesn't. And if you are going to divert some of the energy that you have into other things like developing a side hustle or a content creation career, then you need to recognize you're taking from your time bucket, reframe it in a positive way, but also 
like reflect and recognize I am taking time from my time bucket. So where am I removing that from? Am I removing that from my TV time? Is that even serving me anyways? Is this going to bring me more value? Like just recognize it's a bucket and you're taking from it. So what are you going to put back in it? And one thing that we've talked about before, right, to challenge this limiting belief about not having enough time to invest or dedicate to your side hustle, we recommend doing the 168 hours exercise. Everybody has 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 168 hours total. Write out the time daily, how many hours you sleep, you eat, you exercise, you're in the car commuting, you're working, you're doing grocery shopping, you're doing errands. the time you're spending on your side hustle, then you can actually prioritize and you can realize whether you can remove that limiting belief or not, right? Because if you realize that, oh, actually I have six hours extra each day and I want to spend that mix of six hours watching Netflix, relaxing, unwinding, but I also want to dedicate two of those hours to my side hustle, then that's great, right? Then you can stop feeling that pressure that you put on yourself that you don't have enough time and you can actually see where you're spending your time and your energy. Yeah. And another kind of final tip to help reframe that mindset when it comes to time is to just redefine what your idea of success means. Because if your idea of success means that you're spending eight hours a day on social media, but you're balancing with like it with a full-time job, school, raising a family, probably gonna have to redefine what success means and like honestly you guys I was that like when I first started I was like I'm only gonna be successful if I work 20 hours a day on Instagram not that but you know what I mean I was like you have to like because I came from like a burnout like family where it's just like you're supposed to grind and keep working until like you're exhausted and that's not healthy (laughs) it's really not and so like I had to change my mindset to be like you know what I'm like, I'm happy, like, as long as I'm like remaining consistent, I'm happy as long as I'm like proud of the content that I'm putting out. And like I said, I've definitely had a lot of those limiting beliefs where I'm just like, it's still not good enough. It's still not good enough. And I'm trying to quiet those voices in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like redefining, like, you know what? I actually even said this at work, like I define success for me as feeling balanced and like feeling like I actually have time and like for me that's why I hired a virtual assistant because I was just like I don't have time anymore I'm drained I end each day exhausted and just wanting to pass out like from everything that I'm doing so that's why I hired a virtual assistant and I think one thing too is really being honest with yourself I mean friend you your corporate career is taking off and it requires more time oh yeah and if you're going to dedicate more time to your corporate career that means that, I mean, naturally, right, you still have the same 24 hours. It's okay to say, I actually have to dedicate less time to this. Yeah. No one, like, there's no person out there being, you know, punishing you being like, how dare you remove less time off Instagram? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just getting clear about your idea of success with your career, with your side hustle will also help you reframe those limiting beliefs around time. Absolutely. I love how you phrase that. So limiting belief number three is I'll never be successful at being an influencer or content creator. If the fear of failure is driving you to think that you'll never be successful, it's time to recognize this fear and start to put it to rest. Success means different things to different people and identifying what your idea of success can help you work through this limiting belief and fear. 
For example, you might find that your idea of success is tied to your financial goals. You might be thinking it's impossible to match your 95 salary with your side hustle. I say this from experience because I, some point, I literally was like, how would I ever make as much as I do in my nine to five? Or you might be thinking that you don't even know how to make money yet as a creator. It's okay to feel unsure about how to make money as a creator and an influencer because that takes time. You can choose to work with brands. You could sell presets. You could create courses. You could go into coaching. There's actually tons of ways to figure out how to make money as a creator. And you can't speed through that process. You you have to figure out like what revenue stream makes sense for your brand, for your audience and for your strength, your strengths. And part of that is trial and error too. Like I learned the most from my failures and like I learned the most from like the it, part, the biggest piece of growing is pain, like growing pains. Like that's why it's a thing thing. Yeah. Like it, like I've made so many very embarrassing mistakes in my life that I look back on so many interviews that I've just fully botched and I just look back oh my gosh I looked at one of my old presentations for an interview like that I did a while back and I was like oh no (laughs) this is so bad but like and I thought it was so good of them it was so funny but like looking back on that I learned so much because I I sat and I reflected yes and like I think that's the biggest thing don't just fail like fail like do take a little bit of time to kind of like reflect back and see what went wrong. Maybe not in the moment because in the moment you're probably pretty You just upset. have to feel the feels. Yeah. Feel the feels. Don't push them down because that's when you're not only are you doing yourself a disservice emotionally, but also you're not going to learn as much if you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, not a big deal. Not dealing with it. Like then you're not going to be able to process it like you should. For sure. And I think, again, another like real life example, I feel like as I started taking content creation full time, specifically on Instagram, it was all about affiliate sales, right? People oh, linking yeah. to like to know it. Everyone and, and their mom everyone, was doing And affiliate. I remember doing that and I was like, I'm not driving any sales. And I was like, am I bad at this? And I was like, oh my gosh, imagine if I had kept that limiting belief that in order to be successful, I only had to drive affiliate sales, then I would have never explored brand partnerships, Mm -mm. right? But it's all trial and error. So instead of saying, I'll never be successful at being an influencer, we challenge you to reframe your mindset to, I have the ability to choose what success means to me as a creator. I have the ability to learn how to make money as a creator. I know there are various revenue streams for me to explore. Again, another thing that will help with this limiting belief, we've talked about this so much on the podcast, is evaluating your creator life stages, right? Success is going to look different from the seed to the sprout stage. And success is going to look different from the daisy to the sunflower stage, right? As a seed, as a new creator, your idea of success might just be picking a name and figuring out your mission statement. Yeah. And that's enough. You do not need to put the pressure on yourself to figure out how you're going to make money right away because you have to work on the foundational stuff as a new creator and as a new influencer. Figuring out what your name's going to be across your platforms, um, making sure that your mission statement has your target audience in mind, isn't aligned with your passions. That takes a lot of reflection and work. And I will say, right, even as established creators, we're still adjusting content pillars. I was literally just telling Emma, I'm totally redoing my (laughs) pillars. Like I'm totally redoing all of them because I realize like there are things that I just don't speak to because my energy is not there or like whatever that looks like. I'm totally redoing them. And again, right, to be like, I'm not being successful. It's like, no, you're not. It's not that you're not being successful. You're in an adjustment period right now and you have to give yourself 
time to do that. And then again, going back to creator life stages, if you are in the sprout stage, you know who you are as a brand, you've identified your target audience, you have your mission statement. Now you're probably like, oh, okay, now let me explore different revenue streams. Let me figure out what might make sense for me. And your idea of success might for that year might just be exploring revenue streams. So know that your idea of success can change and don't let fear completely hold you back and if you're listening to this and you're like oh my gosh this is me this is not to make you feel bad this is just hopefully opening your eyes and your ears to know that you can start to reframe and change this limiting belief yes oh i love this episode this was really good friend well done emma wrote this one (laughs) emma writes most of them anyway thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode if you enjoyed today's episode please rate review and recommend the podcast to a friend if we haven't connected on instagram yet you guys can find us at emma's edition at mad cray and at content creators podcast make sure you sign up for that email newsletter and join our facebook group and we will see you guys next time bye bye